Twitter handle at Religion of Woke. Would you like a data-driven analysis of Black Lives Matter and its effects? Or would you rather just think of yourself as a good person, no matter how many lives it costs? So I have previously mentioned that Black Lives Matter is a conspiracy theory that has caused the murder of 2,000 black people. Basically, it ain't true, and the result of it is to do the exact opposite of what they say they're trying to do. So I'm going to go over the data that shows this stuff to be true. Um, this data is coming from the FBI's Uniform Crime Report, which is America's yearly report on crime. And it can be trusted, and I'll go over why later on. And then um, for unarmed civilians being killed by police, that information comes from the Washington Post. They have a database you can look at. And for the number of black people that were murdered because of Black Lives Matter, um, that information is coming. It's coming from the New York Times, but they're getting their information, I think, uh, largely from the FBI also and other sources. So let's look at whether or not Black Lives Matter is a conspiracy theory. Are evil people in positions of power, you know, the police, killing unarmed black people more than you would expect? Now, in a country of 340 million people, some unarmed civilians are going to be killed by the police. It may be because they're actually using their fists and the concrete as a weapon. It may be the cop makes a mistake. Or maybe the cop murdered someone, like George Floyd. And then the cop possibly goes to prison forever. But roughly every year, about 50 unarmed civilians are killed by police. Um, whites make up the, the, large, the lion's share of that. I think there are about like 20 to 25 whites are killed each year. About 15 to 22 blacks are killed each year. Hispanics are like 15 to 20 Hispanics are killed each year. Asians make up a slight amount of people killed each year also. I guess the point of that is that if you don't know that whites are the largest racial category of unarmed civilians killed by police, you should know that because they are. And so one way the media will try and manipulate and deceive you is they look at the proportion of unarmed civilians who are killed by police and they compare it to their proportion of the general population. But the police do not interact just with any average general population person. What they interact with is criminals and in specific violent criminals. So the correct comparison is what percentage does each racial category commit of the violent crime in America and then compare that to what percentage of unarmed civilians are in that same racial category. So for instance, blacks commit 33% of the violent crime in America, and they make up 33% of the unarmed civilians killed by police. Whites make up 46% of the violent criminals and are killed while unarmed by police 42% of the time. Hispanics are 18% of the violent crime, 19% of the people killed by police. Uh, other, like Asians and Native Americans, 
they're 3% of the violent criminals and 5% of the people killed by police. So blacks are 33, 33. They're killed exactly the amount that you would expect based on their violent crime rate. Whites are 46, 42. They get killed a tiny bit less, but it's basically straight across. Hispanics are 18 and 19. I mean, very, very close. And then other are three and five. So I guess if, if cops are racist against anyone, uh, it would be Asians and Native Americans and Pacific Islanders. But really, I mean, it's just, it's all rounding errors. The exact amount of violent crime that you commit is the amount of being killed by police while unarmed that you should expect. So let's talk about how the media spins these stats, right? This is the stats I just gave you are not the stats you get from the media. So let me tell you what the media does. They say blacks are 33% of unarmed civilians killed by cops and blacks are only 13% of the United States population. Now those two numbers are correct and then they're like, see, well you shouldn't you shouldn't shoot them any more than 13%, I guess is the idea. But you know, even if I mean First off, that ain't right at all. The correct thing is going to be violent crime. But even if, say, violent crime wasn't the right answer, they're ignoring some huge things that that they, whatever. They're ignoring huge things so they can lie to people and say that America's racist. And the first thing is that black people are, on average, 10 years younger than white people. And the people who get shot, you know, they're in like the... 15 to 30 age range usually. So if a much bigger, chunkier population is in that young range, then you're going to get shot more. And so they don't ever tell you that thing. They don't ever adjust for that. The other thing that makes it much more likely that you're going to get shot while unarmed is if you're poor. I mean, you know, poor whites are the ones getting shot unarmed. It ain't, it ain't the rich whites. And it's the same thing for black people. It's the poor ones. And on average, black people are poorer than whites. So, I mean, you know, plus they're younger and they're poor. So right off the bat, it's not a fair comparison. But the correct comparison is violent crime. Now, I'm not sure why it isn't all crime. That's something that, you know, maybe could be looked into. Uh, but for whatever reason, it matches perfectly with violent crime. So, I mean, that's the one. I didn't make it up. That's just what matches perfectly. But for a cop to shoot someone, they have to be in, you know, they have to be in proximity. They have to be near each other. Like if for some reason, you know, defund the police one out and we took all the cops off the city streets and we put them into nursing homes to keep the peace there, well then all of a sudden it would be like, "Oh, all the pe- all the unarmed civilians being shot by cops." Or old people in nursing homes. And that's because, you know, a cop, you know, say they either they make a mistake or they're being attacked. Either way, they can only shoot the person who's near them. And so the way things currently are is we put cops in violent neighborhoods, you know, more than we put them in safe neighborhoods. And so that's who they're going to kill. They're going to kill the people in the violent neighborhoods. And then therefore, they're going to kill people who commit violent crime. And, you know, like I say, sometimes mistakes are made. In a country of 340 million people, um, you know, you're going to have a George Floyd, you know, once a year, I guess. And then that cop's going to go to prison for the rest of his life and probably die in prison.
And so, whatever, that's how things should be. That's also what is to be expected. You just have, you know, you have tens of millions of police interactions every year. Some of them are going to go wrong. Uh, I'll just add in a couple more things to the list. I think this list, you could make it so freaking long. But um, blacks are 2.4 times as likely to have schizophrenia. And there's something like two and a half times as likely as whites to be homeless. I mean, you know, once again, things that are likely to get you in a bad situation with a cop. And it ain't the cop's fault. Unless cops are somehow responsible for people getting schizophrenia. So now, how do we know that the Black Lives Matter conspiracy theory is the cause of the extra 5,000 murders that happened in 2020 compared to 2019? For instance, one other possible cause, there's basically two giant things that happened in America in 2020. It was COVID and Black Lives Matter. So how do we know it isn't COVID that did it? Well... The murder increase was June to December. It didn't start before that. And COVID started in March. So March, April, May, COVID did not cause any increase in murders. And then George Floyd was murdered in late May. And from that point forward, the murders shot through the roof in America. The murder of black people. Like you might think it would be the murder of cops or something. But no, it's the murder of black people. Another reason to discount the idea that it, COVID caused it is that other countries did not have these giant murder increases, but they did all have COVID. And for instance, Canada and Mexico, countries closest to the U.S., they didn't see it. And in fact, certain types of crime actually went down because of the lockdowns, like people are home, so their homes are getting robbed less, for instance. So the New York Times article has a nice graph on this showing it month by month. And, uh, you know, they don't put Black Lives Matter protests and riots on the same graph. But if they did, you would just have, you know, a relatively stable, flattish line from January to May. And then you would have a giant, inc you know, and then the murder line jumps up a ton. And then you would also see protests and riots jump up a ton and continue along a pace for the rest of the year. So no one knows why these protests and riots cause black people to murder each other. I'll throw out some ideas later, but um, this is also not the first time it's happened. The largest, the second largest murder increase ever happened in 1968, which was a, a year that saw serious amounts of unrest and a 13% increase in the murder rate. Like I say, that's the second biggest one. This one was 30%, so this one's huge compared to even that one. So I'm going to try and give um, the best argument for someone who wants to say that what I'm saying is not true, and then I'll just throw out some thoughts. So first thing that should be mentioned here is that we don't know exactly how many of the extra 5,000 murders are black people. They haven't the data, the data has the total number of murders, but it's not broken down by race. So there's a chance that every race was murdering each other more, and it wasn't just black people. So that would make things a little more iffy, or my conclusions more iffy. I've read a number of articles, and I know like in big cities, um, 
I know in New York, the extra murders are like in minority neighborhoods, like exclusively. But it's a possibility that other parts of America, um, whatever, could come up with different results. Uh, I think I think we will find that this is a Black Lives Matter happened, and it was black people who started murdering each other more. But there's a there's a chance that that's not true. We'll have to wait and see. So COVID is one theory for the increase in murders. Another theory is that the cops caused it. I mean, I think a lot of people, boy, they really, really wish, you know, even if even if it ain't true the cops are murdering black people, unarmed black people, that boy, would it be sweet if they could pin this on them. But I think they cannot, and here's the reason why. So, murder went up 35% in big cities, um, 40% in medium-sized cities, I think 25% in small cities. So it was across the whole country, uh, you know, virtually every city and virtually every state. So the idea that every police department across the whole nation in every size city did something drastically different and that's causing, that caused the murder increase. Uh, I mean, we don't have a study on that yet, but I think, I think that's, that ain't true. Like, I live near a, a small city and a medium-sized city, and they didn't change nothing. And in fact, the large city, the largest city that's near me is Portland, Oregon. And well, that one, I don't know. There the cops did pull back a little bit, and then the murder rate increased by, like, somewhere is either 800 to, or 1,600%, so... You know, basically, for every previous, for everything before this stuff, the murders went up like ten times. For every previous person murdered, now we got ten of them. So I think that's actually I wasn't even going to bring up Portland, but I'm glad I did because that's it's making me question myself a little bit. Um, like one of the things I know that happened in Portland was basically the people in charge of the police department are very progressive politicians and. Um, they just basically they were against the police department um, enforcing various laws, like the prosecutor stopped prosecuting stuff when the cops would you know the cops would arrest someone, the prosecutor would just let them go, um, and the mayor he's the police chief he disbanded the gang. Well, it used to be called the gang task force or something, but that was considered racist, so they changed it to the gun violence task force. But it was always. Basically, it's the same thing, and it always had a disproportionate, you know, the people that they arrested were gangbangers with guns, which was disproportionate. Portland is like the whitest big city of its size, and the gangbang, people, the gang members with guns were black. So anyways, they disbanded that because it was disproportionately um, arresting black people with guns. And so, like I say, Portland had the biggest increase, I think, by far of any city because they just they didn't have very many murders to, murders to start with. They went from like you go basically you go from zero murders to a hundred murders. You get a that's a heck of an increase. Whereas Minneapolis, they doubled their murders, but you know maybe I don't know what they were three hundred to six hundred, five hundred to a thousand, something like that. But it's only a doubling, even though it's a lot of murders. But I'm gonna say that. Some of the big cities did some weird stuff, like Minneapolis and Portland, 
with the D, you know, people were talking about defund the police, but they didn't they didn't actually do it in most cities or virtually all cities. But a few of the cities that tried defund the police, I think they got they really got extra murders. But then once again, you can just throw that at the at the feet of Black Lives Matter. I mean, the movement, you know, if a if a politician says that they support Black Lives Matter and they defund the police and that causes a bunch of murders, I think that yes, you can just throw those murders right at the feet of Black Lives Matter. So what do I mean by Black Lives Matter? I mean, there is some sort of semi-official Black Lives Matter organization with a website that, you know, says weird stuff like the nuclear family is racist and showing up on time for work is racist. But I'm not talking about them. The protesters and the rioters are completely unaware of that website. It has nothing to do with them. It's just people who uh, heard the phrase Black Lives Matter and they're like, okay, I'm going to go out and protest because I think the lives of black people are very important. And so, you know, if intentions are all that matter, well, then, uh, you know, boy, my heart was in the right place. Whoops, got thousands of black people murdered. But in my opinion, intentions are not all that matters. So people need to look into stuff. You know, if they're going to go protest, they need to make sure that they're not protesting a thing that, you know, a thing that started in the name, a thing that's all lies and a thing that's about to cause the murder of thousands of the type of people that supposedly you're supporting. And for whatever reason, I think white people are 10 times as responsible when they do it as opposed to black people. So yes, you, you listener, if you support a Black Lives Matter and you're white, you got blood on your hands, you did something real bad. Another thing you might say is that, well, black people commit a disproportionate amount of violent crime. So, you know, when cops kill them, proportional to that violent crime, that's because America's racist. And, you know, everything I, all the data that I know of contradicts that. But let's just say, let's just say that systemic racism is a real thing. And that's what causes black people to commit disproportionate violent crime. Therefore, it's not their fault. Therefore, the cops should not be shooting them as much as they do. Well, I mean, if you really look into, or if you really think about it, that lets the cops off the hook. Now, maybe, you know, America, some part, somehow America has failed its black community, and that probably is true. But to blame cops for crime, that ain't right. Cops do not cause people to commit crime. In fact, there's many studies that show the more cops you have, the less crime you get. So they do not cause crime. But I don't have stats right offhand to say that American racism causes black violent crime, which causes cops to shoot unarmed black people, which then causes protests, which then causes the murders. So if you follow that chain of events all the way back up, you end up at American racism. So I guess if I was arguing with myself and I didn't have no stats to back myself up, That'd be the that that would be the thing I'd hang my hat on, and you know the easy whatever the easy part about that for me is should we help black people? Obviously, any 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 anyone any community, I don't care about the race. You know, like I believe in equality. 
I believe in equality regardless of race, but any community, any neighborhood, any kids in school, anyone who needs help, I think we should help them. You know, if they can't get a, if you know, if some community they ain't got ain't got no jobs, well, we should we should look at what the root causes are and try and solve them. I guess that's the difference between me and other people. I agree that we should help black people, but I don't agree that we should falsely accuse, you know, cops or white people or whatever of stuff because I know, I know according to the statistics, that doesn't help black people. People are like, I want to attack the cops and pretend I'm helping black people. So anyways, obviously the dude does not abide that. How about guns? Can guns be the reason that we've had a giant increase in murder? I think you could say that guns are the reason we have lots of murders, but uh, there's nothing that changed about guns that I know of that would cause the increase, right? It didn't cause the increase. It makes it easy to, you know, if you want, if you want to go murder someone, having a gun makes it easy, but the gun doesn't make you want to go murder more people. So I don't think the Whatever. I don't think guns are the cause. See, one way that the media tries to deflect the blame from this away from Black Lives Matter is so one thing, you know, oh, it was COVID, which ain't true. And another thing they say, which, anyways, another thing they say to uh, draw one's attention away from the truth is that, sure, murders are up the biggest increase that America's ever seen, but they're not as high as they were in the early 90s when murder peaked. And that's true, um, but it doesn't really matter. It's not, you know, my, my argument here is not that we had the most murders ever in 2020, just that we had the biggest increase you ever saw, and it was caused by Black Lives Matter. And there's another thing about that, which is that I think hospitals, ERs, have gotten a lot better over the, you know, whatever, every decade. They're better than the decade before. And so I was trying to find the stats. Like, do we have way less shootings today, or do we just have less murders because people who get shot live more? And uh, so I don't know the answer, but some of the decrease in murders today is because more people who get shot live because the ERs are better. But either way, it has nothing to do with a giant increase. A giant increase is a giant increase. I was talking to a friend the other day about this. Like, you know, normally we're talking about football or other fun things to talk about. But I brought up this subject matter. And my friend, like, he has a lot of empathy. He is full of empathy. Um, Like me, I'm kind of like Spock from Star Trek. But uh, he has a lot of empathy for, you know, black people and their problems. He supports BLM, I think. I mean, he just has empathy for everything. So, naturally, also, black people. And so I was discussing what I discussed here. And, you know, maybe he started off with, like, with a little bit of arguing. He's like, well, what about this? You know, what about guns? What about that? And, uh, you know, because I've been researching it a little bit for this podcast, I had the answers right at hand. And so, whatever. It wasn't it wasn't an argument over the facts anymore at that point. He just kind of, 
he kind of looked defeated, not like in an argument type of defeated, but like, you know, kind of depressed, depressed by the subject matter. He's like, you know, I just want to talk about fun stuff like football and whatnot. Why do you got to bring up this, you know, topic? And I was like, well, I just, I find it interesting. I guess long story short, he doesn't find the topic interesting. He uh, finds it depressing, maybe disturbing, but definitely not interesting. So there you go, dear listener. You can, you can see what kind of person you are when you hear this topic.